Hello, fans, and welcome to Hoosier Hoopsteria, a podcast about basketball from the biggest basketball state of all, Indiana. Let's meet your hosts for this podcast. First, hailing from the mean streets of Frankton, Indiana, a St. Francis University alum and Hoosier State basketball legend in his own mind, Austin, better known as Dad. His running mate is a lifelong Hoosier fan, basketball player wannabe, and an average high school assistant basketball coach from the east side of Indianapolis, BJ, or better known as Charlie. Dad, what's up, bro? What up, Charlie? Man, we haven't done this for a couple weeks. We had a lot. We got a lot of. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. But we're. But look, we got to open with with two things. First off, we haven't. We got blasted by some of our loyal loyal listeners. I want to own this right out of the gate. We got blasted by some of our loyal listeners for not doing coachism of the week this year. Fair enough. So we're bringing it back this week, Dad. What's the coachism of the week? No excuses. No excuses. We have no excuses for our lack of coachisms of the week. <laughs> Zero. And we're just gonna try. We're gonna try to bring it back, back to the level that that our that our five to seven really loyal listeners expect. Dad, dad, dad plans to leave it on the floor. Dad's gonna leave it all on the floor with no excuses. No excuses mm-hmm. in the background. So that's number one. Number two. We'll get into the we'll get into the hoop stuff in just a minute. But I would I would be remiss if I did not take a few moments to put yet another nail in the coffin of my youth Uh with the announcement of the retirement of the great Chuck Crab. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the assembly hall, (laughs) home of the Indiana University Hoosiers. (laughs) (laughs) Have you put your name name in the hat yet? Look, no joke, no joke. The, the The application online requires that you have experience so i got to get down to the middle this weekend i got to get on the i got to get on the mic a few games here real so quick the pod, so the pod doesn't count the pod is not it's got it's pa game announcing experience so supposedly this audition this is crazy to me i think it's cool they're gonna bring in they're gonna bring in i don't know if it's gonna be intramural teams or what but they're gonna bring in teams and you're gonna have to call a game That'd be awesome. As part of your audition, like I, I'm so in. I just got to find a way to get my foot in the door. I'm hoping. I thought. I'm I thought hoping. Some, I thought we knew somebody down there. I think I, I we've. I think we've <laughs> lost them. I think we've lost them. They're the coachism of the week going away. Screwed us. No excuses. <laughs> no excuses. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think that would be the coolest job. The only. The only job that would be cooler than that is be. The new, the new radio voice of the Hoosiers after Fish retires, whenever that is. Hopefully, no time soon. For the record, you, you are Fish. Yeah, well, that'd be great if I was. He is a, <laughs> he is a, he's a great golf game and a great what, fan. I'm told. What, what if, what if you just, you get an interview, and you just call, <laughs> call the game on the floor. Yes, Fish. As Fish. Wow, the Indiana fans here. <laughs> You remember when I used to call the JV games as fish? Yes, yes. that was Rain outstanding. Man loved it. Yeah, and 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 giggles hated it. Ah, uh, that'd be electric. Yeah, we, oh, that'd the be, game. That'd be classic. So yeah, Dulcin, so maybe Dolson wouldn't hire you on the spot. He's just screwing up. I mean, I'm gonna have to put. Listen, we're gonna have to use all of our political capital at IU 
to see if we can get an interview, to see if we can get an audition. We'll, we may have to go in and tuxedo t-shirts. I don't know. My, my team's on the floor. My team's on <laughs> But I think that, uh, yeah, I think that would be the greatest honor of my professional life. If I could be the PA voice of the Indiana University. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if, if I could. I don't even know if I have an actual PA voice, except for Chuck Crab's PA. My impersonation of Chuck Crab's PA voice. <laughs> we maybe we just have to do a little more research so you come up with somebody that maybe they don't quite quite exactly <laughs> don't know as well. Or I could just I do like my. Don't. I still think the fish voice would just be. You think you think fish on the amazing. PA and on the radio? Hey, I, can you do George Bush for me? In a in a play by play, oh God! <laughs> Can uh, he threw? I'm not sure who shot that one. <laughs> it was a good shot. <laughs> it went it went in. <laughs> we got a bucket. <laughs> and Barack 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 chimed in. Oh hey, uh, George. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, called a jump shot. It's called a jumper. It, that's what we call that. Uh, that's pretty good there, Barack. Barry, <laughs> you're my guy. <laughs> Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton wants to get involved. Guys, I told you I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> and I did not hit any jumpers either as a collegiate. I wouldn't even care if you got the job or not. If you could just do that. In just go around. Be just a, doing my be stupid, awesome. just doing my stupid yeah. voices that aren't even that yeah. aren't even like good. They're not even good impersonations. My George no, W. Bush. My my W. Bush is an impersonation of Will Ferrell's impersonation of George W. Bush. Like that's essentially what it is. But still so hilarious. It'd be. I love I love some W. Love some W. Inter- entertaining stuff. Oh, it'd be good. So, so how how upset were you when you saw five guys getting suspended? <laughs> I don't know if I was upset. I was just kind of confused. You know, like, eh, what's this about? And then, of course, being on being on IU basketball Twitter is like toxic as all get out. And so, trying to figure out exactly what went on, and I don't know what that's one thing I don't understand. What why is that? Why has that become a thing? Why does it matter what they did? You know, it's yeah. like coach says they're out, they're out. Right. So before we try to figure out what they did, now he's he's alluded to today, kind of what they did. Curfew. But I was told, pretty good source, I was told it wasn't just a curfew. It was like a sneak out of the hotel curfew. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just, sure, yeah. not just we didn't get back on time. It was we're in, we're shut down, yeah. and we're sneaking out. So Yeah, we came in, you did bed checks, we had our out, going out clothes, and you came in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah. Been so, there. Been there, been there, been there. <laughs> so, so the been so there, I that. think, and so then there's the the discussion of is the punishment fit the crime? I mean, I think him doing one game tells me that it's more, it's not as bad as what everybody's mind wants to run. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And the the issue is the same thing with all of sports. You have all these people who wear jock straps on their noses and want to suck up to all these players and they want to be friends. They want to do all this stuff. They want to do podcasts like our slapdicks. 
They want to do all our podcast stuff. is so our podcast is so care. above that that it thing. Does, but no, go ahead, right, right. But like, <laughs> they want to be friends with the players. They want to do all this stuff, and it's like they don't even actually really know what even goes on in a locker room. Like, no, I think that's true. I think that's true. Not, not one bit. And so they want to be the first one to get out the news. Like Adam Schefter, he's never been in a damn locker room in his life. He wears a jock strap on his nose, and he wants to break a retirement for somebody so that he's the insider. I have like been Tom told Brady, that Tom Brady God. is going to retire at the end of this season. Like, like shut I'm gonna have up. to get a I'm gonna have to get a Schefter impersonation down by next year. Like that might <laughs> make. That makes me so mad. It's you like, don't like the insider. You don't like the insider. No, I, I hate him. You don't like Woj? You don't like Woj? No, no. No, I hate all <laughs> that stuff. Like, Woj got Woj got scooped a lot today. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. We're going to talk yeah, about that. that, that right, makes let's... me sound like a get off, get off the lawn. You did. You, you went old man get off my lawn right there. You which, just did. So I'm proud I of you because I usually am the one who goes old man get off my lawn. So you did it. Oh, which, by the way, I'm going to go old man get off my lawn about this Northwestern game. But not about the curfew thing in just a little bit. So let's talk about let's let's finish talking about the suspension. First off, just from the standpoint of I have so much respect for the fact that Mike Woodson said, You're not playing tonight. Then the idea that not only did he say you're not playing tonight, but he said you're <laughs> gonna sit on the bench in your uniform that and was, not that play. Was, that was because because that's next level, right? Like, it's one thing to say, yeah, get your street clothes on, get your travel suit on, and sit on the end of the bench, and everybody knows you're not going to play. It's another he thing entirely. Twelve. He waited till 12 minutes. It's another thing entirely to say, get suited up, get ready to go. Oh, yeah, by the way, sit your ass down. And it takes me back. It takes me back to one of my favorite Bob Knight rants. And if you've never seen this, any any of you listeners, and even you, Dad, if you've never seen this, go on YouTube and find and find the Bob Knight rant of Ass Meat Bench. It's all you need to put into YouTube, Bob Knight, Ass Meat Bench. It is one of the greatest rants by a coach in the history of the world because he talks about how the greatest teacher you have as a coach is the bench. And I say that as a guy who sat on the bench a lot. Not because I was trying to be taught, just because I wasn't that good. But uh, I think I think that it's important that people, you know, that that's a hard thing that a lot of coaches. I mean, we haven't. Let's be real. We haven't had a coach who bench guys since Mike Davis. Hannah Perret got a DUI and played two days later. You heard Devin David. Devin David Davis got ran over by a car. Yeah, that was pretty serious. And and yeah. And Coach Clappy, the tan clown, still put him, yeah. still put him in. I mean, what are we doing? So I, I loved, I loved the the discipline, and I really, really loved what Woodson said after the game when he talked about not just building a basketball program, he talked about building a culture. And you know, that's the kind of thing I think that IU fans need to be excited about because we've been, this is what we've been clamoring for. You know, I don't care what anybody says. Matt Painter right. has so, these things so, in place. So you better shut up if you're a fan and like. Yeah, this get on board. Bring it, he's bringing the heat. Like, bring get on noise. board. Get on board or get out. We don't need you. Right. And I, right. I just think, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how these guys respond on Saturday because they got to go to Sparty. Right. And that's never easy. I don't care who you are. It's it, going one or two ways. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's either going to be it's going to be a nail biter all the way to the end, or they're going to get thumped. Right. 
And so then the other thing leads me to what does this do to the chemistry of the team? What do you think? Mm-hmm. What does this do to the chemistry of the team? Does the, does the message get sent and accepted in the way that old school basketball coach guys like you and me want it to, or does it get, or does this become a, an issue? And so I, I have a couple theories on this theory. Number one, how did coach find out? That is the, cause this isn't the first road trip. Correct. How did coach find out that they, that they broke the rules? Did he find out via another coach? Did he find out by a, another player? That is going to play a big factor in how this thing goes moving forward. And there's a track record of our best player of IU's best player, Trace Jackson Davis, getting other teammates who weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing in trouble. I don't know if you know that story, but there's a story of him basically saying to the coaching staff, hey, these guys aren't listening to me. Here's what they're doing and people paying paying the price for it. I just I, I worry about that a little bit going forward. What do you think? Well, I mean, if you have to, like, if if they can't buy in, then then f them. Like they got to. Like, well, and that's. I mean, exactly how, what exactly what Woody said. Like, I was say, you're not come here and do like, and I'm sure, and you can say it was. Our best player that told him, told on him, who well, knows who it is. And who knows? I'm like, sure knows? he told them, like, man, you guys are screwing up. Like, I need you yep. to mark. Can you do this and this? And then you're out doing the same shit. Like, yep. you got to go. Mm-hmm. Like, Land- Lander can't play. He can't play. He's got to transfer. I'm telling you that right now. He's, he can't, oh, he can't there's play. there's no question. There's no question. Like, like, he is me, me, me. He misses a shot. He smacked his hands. Like, like he's all about, like, what did I do? Dur, you're 23. Why are you missing curfew? I feel bad for Parker Stewart because he's had a bad. He's been dealt a bad. Well, he's had yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's so, but 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 let's be real. Everybody's got stuff. And then right, everybody's and got then stuff. Ba- I feel like Bates has showed. He's been a. He's showed his ass. Lately. Yeah, he's not been who he's not been who who I was like hoping him, he would be. How about how about the way that he acted towards Illinois in that game? It's like, dude, you made a couple of shots and you want to talk shit. You yeah. have been terrible. Yeah, you're like shut four up. for you're like four for like, ninety in like, the Big Ten. Shut up! Like, who are you? You haven't done anything, and you want to just run around like you are, you know, a lottery pick. Like, what are we doing? And then you have Xavier Johnson, which he, had, which we know, we know your feelings had, on Xavier. Yeah, but no, he, I had turned a corner on him, and then he does Say, this, and it's like, yeah, yeah. this is why. This is why I thought this all along. On you. well, and one of the things I think, one of the things I I take away from this too is of of the guys who who were suspended. Um, were you surprised he, about any one of them? I I was surprised by Bates. Yeah, by Bates, really? Yeah, just because of what I had, just because of what I've heard about him as a as a kid and who he is, and I mean, my God, the kids. I don't know if you know anything about his background. Like his his family is his his uncle is a president of university. His his dad is a PhD and a and a director of like a central office level school administrator. His mom is like a 
uh, a nurse who's like a director of nursing at a major hospital. Like he comes from really good roots. And Even after seeing him act the way that he acted recently, yeah, because yeah, because I think that that I don't I don't see those two things as as being the same. I mean, I ran my mouth constantly when I played, not because I was any good, but I needed to get people out of their game, and and that that made that even the playing field for me because I was stupid. Yeah. Well, usually I was smart enough to know exactly what to say and how to say it uh, to get a rise, and that could that could keep me in the game a little longer because you were too pissed off at me that you weren't thinking about what you needed to do. But, yeah. But even like, you're not even playing well and you're acting a fool. Like, well, and I think that's, I mean, but I still, I, I'm with you. I think, I think that if you're Michael Durr and you're Xavier Johnson, you're 23 years old or 22 years old, you're no longer kids. And I get it that college kids are college kids, but you're 23 and 22 years old. Um, you're trans- you, you have been in division one. They're all transfers. There, you've been in Division One basketball long enough to know what's what. Um, like you said, I think Lander is. I think Lander is probably on a daily basis regretting his decision to skip his senior year of high school and come to Indiana. He's not even good enough to play at Ball State. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I don't understand how he's a five star. I don't. It doesn't even make any sense. I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't understand the rankings. I mean, we've talked about that before. You and I have probably not on the pod. Just, I think, I think you and I, should, we should start a ranking service. We, that's what well, we should no, do. No, no, no. Here's the issue: is our little little Archie, who was coaching here before here, he wanted to go around and recruit based on stars and ratings rather than just recruit guys who thought he could build a culture around and build a program. Like well, just up the street at Purdue, who. Edie was like in the four hundreds, and Jaden Ivy was like seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jaden Ivy's so good. He's the best player in Big Ten. He's he should be the number one overall pick. He might be. He yeah, might like be. He's that good. He's that. I mean, good. when it's all said and done, he might be. But go to the all right. So let me so let me get on my lawn. Hold on. So let me get on my my lawn. Okay. So first no, okay, off, I want to get off your lawn. Okay, you need to get off my lawn. Anyway. So, do we want to talk Illinois at all? Or are we just bypassing that bad loss? Uh, we can go down that road. You want to go down that road first, or you want me to get all? You want me to get on my lawn and then because my lawn is about. I want, I, want, I want no excuses. So let's go back to Illinois. All right, no excuses. All right, so Illinois game. I had several observations. Number one, those dudes play hard. They're unbelievable. Like. I don't know that I don't know that anybody plays as hard as them that I've seen. I, I love Underwood. I think he's absolutely <laughs> nuts. He, but yeah, he's so awesome to play for. Yeah, well, that's a, yeah, right. Like you got to. He's that guy who, on the one hand, you know, he kind of reminds me of. Maybe you think I'm. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy. He reminds me of of uh, Huggy Bear. He reminds me oh, of Bob Huggins. 100%. 100%. You know, back in the day, Bob Huggins, though. I mean, now Bob is, like, like big and kind of chill was, and like, old. He was, chirping our dudes. His oh. staff was chirping dudes. It was electric. How about the fact that that was the first time all year when I'm watching a game with my kid, and I said, you see what that guy's doing? And, and she <laughs> says, yeah. And I say, that's what Charlie and Dad used to do to the players on the other team. And, and she's like, no way. I was like, yeah. We'd be like, every, shoot it. Shoot it. Every, every game. Every game was chirping. <laughs> Ridiculousness. So, anyway, so 
Um, so yeah, those dudes play so hard. Um, I'll tell you what, this is, this is an unpopular take in the state of Indiana right now, probably since IU and Purdue both just played Illinois. Purdue handled their business. IU got beat. But um, my favorite guy to watch on Illinois play is Curbelo. Ah, uh, yeah. He has a little swag. and I love – you know what he reminds me of is he reminds me of this guy. Plum, who, plumber. Who, no, heck no. He reminds me <laughs> of this guy who you've, probably, who you've never heard of because he's a nobody. But he played on a playground at the, the park not far from my house, and you could not beat his team. He was like five foot ten. He was the quickest dude there. He would beat everybody off the bounce. He would get wherever he wanted to get. He would shoot these ugly ass like like hand grenade toss layups, and they would go in. in. And he would get like three people around him. He dumped these crazy behind the back passes, between his leg passes, and you just you just couldn't beat him. And he just go and he could play. He was that guy who kids now don't know what it's like to get to, to lose a game and not be able to get back on the court for three hours. Right. And he was that guy who never got off the court. And that's what I think of when I see Curbelo. Like, I think this dude is a playground legend somewhere. And the last thing I want to have to do is get stuck on that guy on an island. Because he's going to make me look stupid. The guy and he's going to help his team. team. I love Frazier. Oh, he's just tough on tough. Because he plays both ends. He does. He and he's old, man. He is a dude on the defensive end of the floor. Yes, he is. A dude. Yes, he is. And yeah. and Trace Jackson Davis, he he should only want to play the bottom of the Big Ten because if not, his draft draft status is just tanking. Yeah, I want, actually, just, I got that. I got that on our list of stuff to get to in a little bit. So, so obviously, Illinois owns us. Okay, so now I'm going back to the Northwestern game. We're going to talk about the game now, and I'm going to get on my lawn really quick. All right, first and foremost, we're playing at Northwestern. Indiana University has the largest alumni base anywhere outside the state of Indiana is in Chicago, Illinois, right around the corner from Evanston, Illinois, where the Northwestern Wildcats are. So we already have the larger crowd there. But my beef with Northwestern in this game, besides losing to them, is they're wearing black uniforms at home. I am so sick of the alternate uniforms. IU wore those stupid alternate uniforms in the Illinois game. Those were awful, by the way. Those were horrendous. We played just like them. Exactly. And and then we go to Northwestern, who's wearing black at home. You know my feelings on this. You're the home team in basketball. You wear the light color. You're the away team. You wear the dark color. This is not hockey. This is not football. Are Are you autistic? Maybe, but what's that got to do with anything? I don't know. Just everything has to be in order, and I just hate the color thing. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it in the NBA. I hate it in college. If high schools start doing it, I will write letters to the IHSAA. Like I absolutely hate it. It's so bad. No excuses for it. No excuses for it. Well, those excuses are not going to get you the PA job. I mean that's true. That's true. But my powerful voice might. It is my superpower. That and my huge chin. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Northwestern game, good, bad, and ugly. All right, good. Good. Those guys played their bat their their balls off. 
for the most yeah, part, that's... the guys who played played their balls off. Um, Trey Galloway, just if they if Mike Woodson does not start Trey Galloway for one of the two yeah. Stewart or Cop going forward, I gotta I got a question. It's a, it's, a, it, it's a slap in the face. So everything that he just tried to prove, yeah, if he does not gone. start him the next game. Uh-huh. It's a it's a wash. You just wasted your your time. No excuses. Totally agree. Totally agree. No excuses at all for that. I agree. So all right. So that's that's the good. The bad is obviously the L. The ugly is we still can't shoot. I you still can't shoot. Can't shoot. Our power play sucks. I'm convinced that Miller Cop is the worst shooting shooter. I'm using air quotes. Our our listeners can't see my air quotes. He is the worst shooting shooter I've ever seen. Ever. I mean, I think this goes back to when you're when you're one. Our talent level is so poor that we had to just kind of take everybody, anybody that like was decent at a power five school. I I see that, and he was our best option. And that made it pretty tough because our our talent. Okay, so let me ask you this question: If Miller Cop is not on IU's roster, okay, so let's say he's just he didn't ever come to IU. Here's the two things that have been ringing around in my head, and you know I may be stupid. As we discussed, I may be autistic. I may have I may be missing some things. If 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 Miller Cop is not on the IU roster, is a Parker Stewart a better player? I think yes. And B, Anthony Leal actually being developed in some way, shape, or form to where he may someday be a decent player. Someday. I'm not saying right now. See, I, I, see, I, don't, think, I don't think Anthony Leal can play at this level. That's fair. But is Stewart better if Cobb's not yeah, on, on? Stewart would be better, yes. If you look at their roster right now, if Miller Cobb was not on the roster, who would be your starting five? I would just insert Galloway instead of Cobb. That's what I'm thinking. But how many more open looks does Parker Stewart get if Galloway is on the floor with Xavier Johnson? A lot. Probably exactly. Probably, he probably gets two more shots each half, probably. And that, I mean, even, even just, if even if he only got one and a half shots, the dude half. shooting, the dude shooting, damn near fifty percent from strokes, three, he like strokes. And they he's got to get ten. He's got to get ten to fifteen shots a game. Yeah, but it's hard though because like Trey oh, Jackson yeah. is not a great passer; mm-hmm. he can't pass. And yeah. then Xavier now is playing better than what he was playing earlier in the year. Well, we're going to see how he's playing now. He got now he got humbled a little bit. Maybe yeah. he was playing a lot better. He should. He got humbled after they. He got booed. After That's he true. Got booed. He played so much better. But how's he going to respond? And to then this? and then did you see the increase over the last several games? Oh. Oh, he was phenomenal. He went, he, went, he went, but he went from not bitching at officials and all that stuff to where he here he came again, mm-hmm. slowly and surely. Palms yep. up, started yep. started bitching at officials, started barking at. In the Illinois game, he was he was so bad. He went back to the exact same person he was when everybody hated him. Yeah. Well, we just got to hope he gets better from that. I mean, you got to hope that's a humbling again that, that brings him back down to earth. He tweeted. He tweeted today that he. Uh, I'll did. I'll respond. Thanks, homie. Because <laughs> we all give it. We all give a shit. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to. He like, better respond. Like, like, buddy. Like, 
you you're you're messing with the wrong wrong fan base. Like, yeah, now nah, see, but I think our I think our, I think the IU fan base needs to take a breath. I mean, I really do, and I've been around. I've been around. I, I mean, I went. Well, to, that's I was, well, in, that's I was in the Superdome the last time Indiana University won a national championship. Okay, so I, I'm well versed. Fan base wants to be friends with everybody and talk to their parents and talk to recruits and I don't understand and why send the messages and stuff. It's like just why just be a fan. Yeah, why can't we just watch the game, cheer on the team, talk about it with each other like you and I do to our right. five to ten listeners? And, just because we and, offer a guy doesn't mean you have to go to his mom and dad and him and tell them how good they are. Yeah. Because that's it's, the problem. That's one of many. One of many, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know what the what the right answer to everything is, obviously. But man, that, that's no that's no excuse. We got we got we there's no excuses for our for the craptastic nature of our fan base right now. We're just being, and we're being led. It's like everything else in the world right now. Whoever's the loudest and says the dumbest crap is who gets listened to, and that's that's a problem, big time problem. All right, moving on. I'm ready. Is Woody is Woody building a culture? What's the culture? The culture, I think, is that we're going to re- represent Indiana University in a professional manner, and. We're not one game does not matter. Yeah, how about that? Win or lose, how about that? How how many college mad respect? How many college coaches are like, you know what? I'm gonna take this L. (laughs) This is a winnable game. This is a winnable game on the road when I'm when I'm when I'm on the on the cusp of making the dance. I'm gonna take this L. How many guys have have? You better hey, you better be. Five Be careful now. Listeners. I this don't is know a family show. This is a family show. But, but all right, we have an African American head coach. What he just said and what he did just absolutely won every living room of an African American recruit that he was recruiting. I hope that because because all of those families, even 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 white recruits too. But yeah. I think with the way our society kind of kind of goes, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. how, how you know, I'm not even go down that road, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I think what he did was Linda Gunn, CJ Gunn's mom. Yeah, oh yeah, she, first, she, she right immediate. Away. Yeah, and, and it's like uh, like that's what people that's what recruits parents that's what they want to see. Yeah. Like, for the most part, like, well, and I think too the, the again that that lifetime of time spent in the NBA, where he can go to those five guys and go, you know what? When I was a head coach of the Knicks, I didn't have to worry about Carmelo Anthony being in his hotel room when he was supposed to be there. When I was the head coach, uh, and and Carmelo Anthony was a baller at that point in time in his career. When I was the head coach of the, of the Atlanta Hawks, I didn't have to worry about whoever the best player on that team was being where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there. Cause this was important to them. Right. And I think that that, that sends as much of a message to, to kids, to the players. Which I think, which, which I think that's, that's a, that's a really good point because what he had to do in the NBA as a coach was tell 18 to 20, 19 to 23 year olds. He had to teach them that how to be pros. 
you didn't need to be out at the bar and all this stuff. Like you need to be in a room. You need to be rested. You need to be take care of your body. You take care of your off you your phone. Like back to backs. And yep. And so I think that might that might be something that he can really hang his hat on when it comes to just building that culture. It's well, like, and I think <laughs> like the thing the thing I've been clamoring for as an IU fan and a and a, and a high school basketball coach is I I've wanted to see IU recruit guys who fit what they want, who we, who, who meaning IU wants to be. And I feel like it's been, and I mean, no, no I, I'm obviously very critical of, of Tom Crean. He did a phenomenal job considering where he started. I mean, he did. And I don't have to love him, but he did a really good job for a period of time. Right. But at the same time he got, I think he got hooked into that kind of arms race, if you will, in the recruiting where he said, I need to have guys who are ranked like this and this and this, as opposed to saying, I need to have, you know, this one five star or this two five stars. And I need to surround them with these four guys who are, who are going to be great teammates. That saved Matt, Matt Painter's job. Absolutely. After Mm -hmm. those, Oh, was it Johnson, Ronnie, and uh, Ronnie? Yeah, and from, from yeah. North Central. Yeah. After that, he went to just like you know what? Screw it. If I'm going down, I'm going down with the guys that I. Yep. I'm and, and Izzo. He now he'll go. It's not that those guys don't go and recruit. Top notch higher level, for sure. But they find guys that are like. Well, they never they heard, they heard before. They say, I'm going to go get this guy that fits what we do and who we are. And I think that that's, that's been missing at Indiana for a really, really long time. And I, and I, I, will, I think the fan base is, is somewhat uh, culprit in that. The, the, the amount of attention, like you said, that people chase these recruits and their parents. And I mean, yeah, it's like, what it doesn't doing? help the fan base. It doesn't help the program. Um, and so I just think I think it's interesting. I, I, I think it's something we'll have to keep an eye on as they go forward. I think I think Saturday is going to be very telling. I do not expect him to win at Sparty. I don't expect anybody to win at Sparty except Michigan State, no, but or Northwestern or Northwestern. <laughs> well, did was, was Wisconsin was that at Sparty the other night when Whiskey beat him? Northwestern beat him at Sparty. I thought. I know Wisconsin beat him the other night, but I didn't know if it was at North, Michigan State or at Wisconsin. All right, enough of that. All right, so last uh, last thing about this IU stuff. We're on the bubble, I think. IU's on the bubble. If you we're were in the, the coach's office. Yeah, it well, hopefully not forever. If we're if you're in the coach's office today and Woody said, "What do we need to do to get into the dance?" Besides obvi- the obvious of winning games. What are the what are the adjustments you're making? Go. Mm. You want me to go first since I just sprung it on you? Yeah. All right. So first thing I'm doing is what we talked about. I'm changing the starting lineup around. Saturday only I'm going to start. Saturday only I'm going to start Galloway instead of Stewart because I just suspended Stewart. But after that I'm going to start. Stewart's uh, been suspended twice. Like he might get kicked off for the year. He's going to be in trouble. But if, if I'm not kicking him off, if we're not kicking him off the team, then I'm going to go with my starters are going to be Trace and Race, obviously. I'm going to go with Miller Cop for one more game at the three, and I mean it. It's one more because then Parker Stewart's going to be my three. I'm going to go Galloway, and I'm going to go – I'm gonna, and I'm going to go Johnson because I feel like I have to. 
Um, and then yeah, I'm going to basically finish the outs hurting. Yeah, he's he's injured. If he was if he wasn't injured, hey, I mean, God, he wouldn't have been with those idiots. He'd have been starting, and they might win that game if Tennessee's playing. They probably, they probably do win the game. I mean, so I mean, of all the bad times to do something stupid, um, but so that that'd be my first thing. And then the second thing is I would put in some really basic quick hitter sets that they clearly just aren't running. Like I'm talking really basic horns action you know, shoot, pick a side, get a down screen, get a pin down, screen something for one of my two shooters coming to the ball side, like real basic stuff I would have in just so that we can get a couple more looks a night that are halfway decent. So we don't all stand around the perimeter, throw it into trace and stand there with our thumb in our rear. You want to know what I would do? Yeah. That's why I asked you. I would go to the liquor store. <laughs> and I'd buy a really nice bottle of bourbon. Yeah. And I'd pour a glass and I would sit there on the bench and hope. Because That's they, it. Because the amount of talent that we have right now is only a bubble team. Well, I agree with that. It's not it's not gonna get any better. But don't you think they gotta get in? Like I mean, I hope, but that's why well, I, I went think, to the liquor store and got a bottle of bourbon. I think they're get. I think they got to find a way to get in. I don't know how it happens if it happens, but they got to get in. All right. So, so, so you disagree with my philosophy? No, I'm. A, I mean, I'm okay with that. I just wasn't going to go all the way in. I wouldn't do it on the. I wouldn't do it on the bench. I would do it in the coaching <laughs> office. You know, not not in a public high school like where you and I've been a coach. I would never bring bourbon in there. But but he's going in. He's going to Simon. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. It, I mean, surely he can have. I mean, I don't have a clue. I don't. I don't know the rules. Um, all right. So up next, we talked about Sparty on Saturday. This this might be the toughest stretch for IU the whole season. At Sparty Saturday, Wisconsin. You're further, at pro- you're for- further pre- proving. I know. My I'm proving my point. I know. I know. Sp- at Sparty Saturday, whiskey at the hall Tuesday in a late in a late night 9 p.m. tip, and then Can't at O eight, and then at O H I O. Uh, the following weekend, it's a tough stretch. It's a tough stretch. That's probably the toughest three-game stretch they'll have. If we win maybe one in like of those two games, years, it'll be a win. I think. I think if you get out of the, if you can, if you can find a way to win the home game against Wisconsin and be competitive in both the road games, not not even win them, be competitive. Right. You got to accept that as like a great three-game stretch. Right. right. And okay, so that leads me to one other question I have: Why do the people that are Ohio State fans? This is for one of our loyal listeners too. Why do why do Ohio why we'll do Ohio going. State fans always spell the the state of Ohio's name? I don't. What's why? I mean, it's the easiest state in the entire. I, I, I just think, uh, yeah, but I just think they're not very intelligent. And it's only four <laughs> letters. It's only four letters, so they they kind of just focus on those four letters. That you know, it, it has death. the same letter in it twice. I mean, that's true. You know, it's the so beginning it's and like, the end. Like it, it really hides hides the fact that they're not very smart. I had a I had a friend when I was a kid who used to call Ohio OH10. That's how he that's how he would expel OH10. That's how he would spell it. All right, moving on. We're done with the Hoosiers for tonight. I think we're done with the Hoosiers for tonight. I'm done with them. I can't take any more. No excuses. All right, let's talk today. NBA trade de- trade deadline. We haven't talked Sirs in a long time because I refuse to talk about them. But I'm a little bit more optimistic. Yeah, you got to be in on them. 
All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the surge, and then we're going to go through the whole trade deadline trades, and then we'll go from there. All right, let's go. Who, what do you think of this trade? Big trade in Pacer I'm not, World. I'm not mad about it. I'm not either. Because I think what, what's going to happen is they're going to trade Brogdon this summer and get rid of him and flip, flip him from somebody else. But Sabonis, like, I don't like Miles Turner, but you can't win with Sabonis, like, in, in today's NBA. Like he can't, he can't shoot. Like he's undersized, it, it's which is crazy because really he's enormous. Like, but I'm glad. I was really happy to see today that they didn't trade Buddy Heald. I agree. I was hoping that I was, that wanted was not true. them to keep him because he can, sh- he shoots it well. I just don't. But he's know. a volume I, shooter, though. He's got to get lots of shots. I, I don't think, know if he's going to get enough I look think with Carlisle that. Being in the league long enough that maybe he can, maybe I mean, he did coach. Cause he I did think, pro, he did prolong Reggie Terry's career for like another decade. Because because I think I think Buddy it just he's one of those guys that just think he's better than what he is, maybe. and I think he needs a little he from. But everybody in Sacramento doesn't want to be there, um. So so that makes it kind of tough. Understanding what kind of guy he is, right? But I couldn't believe they gave up that Tyrese Halliburton. That was insane. That's a pretty. I, I think I'm excited about this for the Pacers. I haven't been excited about the Pacers since Valley Sports took over Fox Sports Indiana. But, um, but I, but I, I mean, I, first off, I'm obviously the Jer- Jeremy Lamb was never who we hoped he'd be because he couldn't fail. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. Domas. I mean, I'm. You know, he did. He did good things here. For the Pacers and the, and the Holiday guy, I mean Justin Holiday, he gave it everything. I like, he had. I like, I, yeah. I mean, he's not a bad player, but he's you know, but it's good that they can move him for another piece, get a little bit better shooting maybe. And the Halliburton kid, I think I'm with you. He could be really, really good. Um, he's still early in his career. Who knows? Uh, but I'm excited yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm, I haven't been excited about the Pacers in you know, like I said, a long time. So we're gonna see. Did any other trades today in the NBA uh, jump out at you? Not really. Other than the, you know, other than the big trade, right? The big trade. Like, would you want to play with Kyrie when he can't even play? No, he's. I wouldn't want to play with. Ky- I wouldn't want to play with Kyrie under any circumstances. Ever, 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 ever. And I would, I, but but to be truthful, I wouldn't play with James Harden either. <laughs> no, but at least he he's he plays like yeah he's going yeah like his durability is better than what people give him the credit for. Agreed. He's, he is always on the floor. That's true. He, I agree with that. That is true. Um, here's the thing that I find really interesting about the trade deadline, the NBA trade deadline. And this is a, this I'm a totally, I'm not a casual basketball fan, but I'm a casual NBA fan and I have been for a long time. And here's, and here's why I think that that is the NBA is the most interesting part about the NBA is not the basketball. The most interesting part of the NBA, the most interesting part of the NBA is the drama. It's the off-season free agency. It's the trade deadline. It's who's going where. It is never the basketball. And so they're trying to be the NFL, and the NFL just dominates. They're never going to be the NFL. You're not going to you're not going right. to catch but and pass the NFL. There's no way. To, yeah, but ESPN I'm saying, but I ESPN builds it up too. Like they try to make it this big old thing. I agree, like, but I'm just saying, like, oh, the that, trade deadline and oh, the off-season and. That's what I will the say, does. I do enjoy the the like NBA like trade machine and stuff like where you can go in so and like stupid. create your own trades. I think that's fun. 
But anyway, I mean, obviously nothing ever happens with it. But I, I think that that's what that's what I think is really crazy about the NBA is the coolest thing about the NBA is not the basketball. And that just yeah. that just wasn't the case in my youth. Again, another nail in the coffin of my youth. Like nobody cared who was going to play where. Because, no excuses. No one. No one cared. Because that's exactly right. We were there to get. We're we're playing to get a ring. At whatever the whoever the team is, and we got to go through MJ. We're going to try our best to go through MJ instead of going to join MJ's team. And I think that's just the difference between generations. And I get it. I'm old. Get off my lawn. Whatever. No excuses. I'm old. We've but had a couple of those today. We are. I mean, listen, we're getting old. I mean, that's just the truth. I'm old, man. I mean, I'm not a kid anymore. You must be kidding me. And Dang. if I could get, if I can get the, <laughs> if I can get this PA job at IU, I mean, I, that could be my last job. I could be like Chuck man, Crab, work there another thirty six years, and get out of there at seventy. Next, if I'm if I'm not sitting next to you at that game, then I'm be pretty upset. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the assembly hall. <laughs> that's my PA voice. That's not Chuck. That's that's BJ's PA. That's Charlie. That's Charlie bringing it. All right, Dad, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Do you agree? I agree. All right, we're going to get back on here in a week or two. I don't know. We'll, we'll get back on here when we feel like it. We'll, All right, who, we'll uh, figure it out. Who, who, gave, who, gave, who gave the least excuses tonight, you or me? What do you think? I don't know. I might, I might have gave the most excuses. I think you had the most excuses, too. I think you, I think you win the no-excuses battle tonight. All right, folks, we appreciate you. Uh, we'll find out on the flip side who's going to replace Chuck Crabb in the long run. Charlie is putting his resume into the pot. We'll see what happens. What is it he always says at the end of the game? He always says, uh, he always says thank you for attending this evening's game, and please drive home safely. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's it, man. All right, well, thanks for listening. Dad, you got any final, final words? I have zero. All right, man. Everybody take care. See you. Thanks so much for listening to the Charlie and Dad Bod Pod. We hope you'll tune in again next time.